0: Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Morning Moxie Show. I'm Alicia Sharp, your host. And today on the show, we have John Bevere, part two. He's talking to us today, and I love this segment about being faithful, the parable of the talents, the one who multiplies and the one who just buries it. And it's such a very powerful message because we are called to multiply. And we mentioned this last time, we are called to multiply and to be faithful. And the thing that stands out the most to me in this message is his definition that he, that he gives to the word faithful. You know, What do you think that faithful means? Well, he shows us here in the scripture that faithful basically equates to multiplication when it comes to this particular passage. And it is so true. If we're gonna be faithful in life, if we're gonna be faithful with the gifts God has given us, we have to multiply them, not just sit on them, not just let them pass, not just kind of put them to the side and do something else. Multiply the gifts that God has given to you. And what's great is that God shows us what those gifts are. If we don't know what we need to be doing or our calling, We can find out by sitting with the Lord and asking him, he'll show us. Here's John. So
1: we are stewards of what? The gifts that God has entrusted to us. Now let's go back to 1 Corinthians 4, verse one and two. Paul said, let a man so consider us as servants of Christ and stewards. Now look what he says in verse two. Moreover, it is required in stewards. Oh wow, here we go. Required, required in stewards. What's the requirement of a steward? That one be found faithful. So the only requirement God places upon the steward that he makes it crystal clear. I mean, there's other, believe me, there's other things he's looking for, but this is the one that he really zeroes in on that is so important is that you're found faithful, faithful in stewarding the gifts of God on your life. Now, I have spoken to leadership teams all over the world. And I've asked them to give me definitions of faithful. And I I can't do this right now because you can't respond to me. But I, I got a list. I got a list right here of the top definitions that I have received from leadership teams. And I'm talking about ministry leadership teams. I've talked to education, to business, to sports. I have talked to so many different leadership teams. I said, what is your definition of faithful? Steadfast, consistent, dependable reliable, I'm sure you've thought of all these words, loyal, true, trustworthy, devoted, and truthful. Those are the top answers I've received all over the world when I say, what's the definition of faithful? Do you know the one definition I have never, ever received once unless somebody heard me preach this? Never heard this, not once. And it's one of the most important definitions of faithful, and that is this, multiplication. You say, whoa, 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 John, whoa, whoa. Multiplication? That's not a definition of faithful. Oh, yes, it is. Let me tell you about this parable. You remember the parable of the talents found in Matthew chapter 25 and the parable of the mind found in Luke 19. Let's look at Matthew 25. We've got this situation where Jesus said the kingdom of heaven is like this. He is like a very wealthy man, calls his servants, his servants, not outsiders, his servants, and what does he do? He's gonna travel, he's gonna take a long trip and he delivers his goods to them, stewardship. And to one he gave five talents. Now talent is actually a measure of weight. This is actually something that is, in this parable, it's financial. So it was the weight of gold or silver and most people believe that this was the weight of silver. And one talent of silver was about 18 pounds, that would be around 9 kilograms of silver. So it's a pretty hefty bag, a pretty hefty amount that this owner entrusts to each of these servants. To one he gave five bags of silver, five talents, to another two and to another one, each according to his own ability and immediately he went on a journey. Now I'm going to try to make this real personal, okay? So I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to ascribe names to these guys cuz this will make it more real to you, okay? So we're going to say that Ashley got 5 talents. We're going to say that Bob got 2 talents and we're going to say Larry, and if your name's Larry, no offense, Larry got 1 talent, all right? Now, what happens? Then Ashley who had received the 5 talents went and traded with them and made another 5 talents. So she multiplied And likewise, Dave, who had received two, gained two more also, he multiplied. But Larry, who had received one, went and dug it in the ground and hid his Lord's money. Ashley starts out with five, she multiplies and ends up with ten. Dave starts out with two, he multiplies, ends up with four. Larry maintains what is given to him. He starts out with one and ends up with one. Now, watch what happened. After a long time, the Lord of these servants came and settled accounts with them. So Ashley, who had received five talents, came and brought the other five talents, saying, Lord, you delivered to me five talents. Look, I've gained five more talents beside this. Listen to what the Lord, this is representative of Jesus. Her Lord said to her, well done, good and faithful servant. Now, listen to this. You were faithful. Wait a minute. What's the? Only thing Jesus ascri- ascribes to her doing. He doesn't say that she was sweet, she was kind, she was forgiving, doesn't say she was dependable, reliable, trustworthy. He doesn't say any of that. He just said, She multiplied. That's all he said, five to ten. And he said, You were faithful. So he is directly ascribing faithful with multiplication. You were faithful over a few things. I'll make you ruler into many things, enter into the joy of the Lord. Then Dave, who had received two talents, came and said, Lord, you delivered me two talents. Look, I have gained two more. Beside them, his Lord said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful. You were faithful. What's the only thing he did? Multiply. That's the only thing the parable tells us. Over a few things, I'll make you ruler over many things, enter into the joy of your Lord. Notice the wording is exact for both Dave and Ashley. They got equal reward. God's not gonna sit there and say, well, You got 10, therefore you're the better servant. No, he's looking at what we did with what he gave us. That's why you can never compare yourself with somebody else. It's not wise. Then Larry, who had received the one talent, came and said, Lord, I knew you to be a hard man. Problem number one, he doesn't understand the character of his master. Okay, He saw him as a hard man. Instead of the loving father who wants us to be at our very best for the sake of the kingdom, he sees him as a harsh man mean Lord, okay? Reaping where you have not sown, gathering where you have not scattered seed, and I was afraid. Problem number two, fear. Intimidation, fear causes the gift of God in your life to go dormant. I wrote an entire book on it, and if you need help in that area, I recommend the book, Breaking Intimidation. He said, I was afraid and went and hid your talent in the ground, look, there you have what is yours, but his Lord answered and said to him, you wicked and lazy servant oh my goodness wow no he doesn't say you wicked and lazy outsider this guy is in his kingdom now let's just talk about our callings and our giftings we're not talking about salvation here we're not talking about anything other than how we handle our gifts what this parable shows is those who multiply are considered to be faithful those who maintain are looked at as wicked and lazy. Now that may have really shocked you. You may have thought, boy, I'm, I'm being faithful. I show up on time. I'm, I'm, I'm dependable. That's an aspect of faithfulness, but that's not the faithfulness that God's looking for. He's looking for you to multiply. What's the first commandment that God made to man when he put him on the earth? Be fruitful and multiply. He wasn't just saying have babies, okay? He was saying anything I entrust to you, return it back to me multiplied. Wow. That's all I can say is wow. So let's move on here. The master says, so take the talent from Larry and give it to Ashley, who has 10 talents. Let's make sure you understand this. I'm going to put it down at the bottom of the screen. Larry ends up with zero. Ashley ends up with 11. 10 plus 1 is 11. Now, I'm in prayer one morning. I'm in my office. I hadn't read this parable in years, or or in months, excuse me. Out of the blue, the Holy Spirit speaks to me, and he said, son, I am not socialistic in the way I think. You remember God said, my thoughts aren't your thoughts, right? He said, I'm not socialistic in the way I think. I'm actually more capitalistic. And I remember saying, okay, God, you, you're going to have to show this to me from the scripture. And he brought me to this parable. Social, The socialistic God would do this. He would give all three of them, Ashley, Dave, and Larry. Okay. He would give all three, three talents each. Okay. So, Ashley and Dave, of course, they're gonna be faithful. So what are they gonna do? They're gonna multiply their three and end up with six. Larry, he's gonna be lazy. He's gonna end up with three, right? This is what the socialistic God would have done. He would have taken one from Ashley, six, one from Dave, six, and given them to Larry so they all ended up with five. That is not what God did. He took the one from Larry and gave it to Ashley so she had 11 and he had zero. Folks, let me tell you something. God has given you gifts, and He expects you to return it back to Him multiplied. Now, this is not meant to put a lot of pressure on you. It's meant for you to get in faith, because you can't multiply unless you are in faith. Jesus then says this, and this is a very riveting statement. For to everyone who has, in regard to this parable, who are the ones that have? It's the two that multiplied. For everyone who has, more will be given and he or she will have an abundance. That's what happened with Ashley. But from him who does not have, maintains, even what he has will be taken away. This is why it's so important for you to understand you have a call in your life. If you don't realize you have a call in your life, you won't be passionate.
0: That was John Bevere. And you can find that clip and the entire talk on YouTube if you search under John Bevere, multiplying your God-given potential. You can also find out more information about John and his wife, Lisa, at messengerinternational.org. And I also wanted to throw in a plug for his book that he's talking about, actually, from this message. And it's called X, Multiplying Your God-Given Potential. So I encourage you to look it up, to go check it out, because he is an amazing writer, and he's gifted in that area. And I believe that it will change your life. So have a great day. Remember to go live your 320 life, which is one that is more than you can imagine. God bless.